comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No Google, no Amazon.com, no email, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hey everybody, welcome to Walking Dead TV episode 36. I know we just put out an episode the other day, but we've got something super special for you. We're going to be interviewing Mr. Michael Rooker, Merle Dixon on the show. We cannot wait to get to it. We're, we think it's going to be an awesome, awesome time, and uh, we've been waiting to talk to him for a while, so this should be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, oh, and this is John, and and I have also with me... Brad's here. We have gathered here on this special evening to uh, to get to talk to Mike Rooker. We're going to be doing that in a little bit. And I'm a little frightened, guys. I'm a little frightened because the dude uh, usually plays psychos and, and crazy people, so I'm a little scared. Yeah, this should be a lot of fun. Uh, the zombie survival crew is uh, in charge of Mike's appointments, and uh, and that's Juliet, and she's awesome, and she was able to set this up, and he's got a ton of phone calls and and promotions and stuff to do tonight but they were able to squeeze us in and we're really appreciative you know merle is awesome Uh, i hope we remember to talk to him about everything that we want to but it's just amazing how the character is only on the screen for a very very short time but the phenomenon of you know the dixon brothers and where's merle and, and all that stuff is really fantastic so i look forward to speaking to him about it but before we do that, we should we would be remiss if we didn't mention our sponsor, DCBService.com. You can get a whole bunch of comics at great discounts, graphic novels, other comic-related things, uh, lots of Walking Dead stuff, lots of the new DC reboot stuff, and anything else comical-related you can think of. And of course, if you're ordering for the first time, use the code WD8, and you'll save an extra 8% on your order. We love those guys. So DCBService.com. Hey guys, aren't we going to give away uh, another Blu-ray tonight? Yes, I should talk about the contest on our Facebook group and a little bit on Twitter. We announced that if you had a question for Michael Rooker, you could call our voicemail and leave the question. And uh, we'd take the best one. We're going to play it for Mike, hopefully, in a little bit. And uh, we're also going to give that person a Blu-ray set from Season 1. So uh, we got a bunch of great submissions. Uh, We could only take one. Some of the things that played into it were like call quality and, you know, just the basic stuff like that where it kind of helped us choose. Uh, we wanted him to be able to understand the question and stuff like that. So that definitely was part of it. Uh, but we want to thank everybody that sent in a call. And uh, you may even hear a little bit of blooper action at the end on some of the calls that didn't work out so well or the jokes. All right, guys, I think we have a phone call coming in. So uh, let's check it out. Hey, Mike, how are you? It's great to have you on the show. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for joining us tonight. Hey, guys. Good to be here. Good to be here. So we're, like, super excited to have you on, and we've been trying to do it for a while, and we really we really appreciate you working it out and uh, and taking the time to do it. Julia is, uh, is uh, the main culprit there. 
Uh, uh, of course, uh, I'm I'm like kind of crazy busy and stuff. I never know what I'm going to do tomorrow, so I'm I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off all the time. So uh, good to be here anyway. Awesome. So, jeez, uh, we'd love to uh, <laughs> we'd love to talk to you about a ton of things, but we wanted to kind of start with like how how this how The Walking Dead was presented to you. You know, like how did you end up getting involved with the show in the in the beginning? You know what? I uh, the casting people uh, that I knew from Days of Thunder way back then <coughs> did, uh, did uh, most of the casting on this project, and uh, Craig and Lisa Mason Cannon, and they're down in uh, North Carolina, down in Wilmington and Atlanta. So uh, I knew them, and they got they hooked me up with. Uh, Frank Garibond and Joanne Hurd, and we, and we uh, worked out, basically, we worked out a deal. And um, there I am. Here I am. I, uh, I'm in the show. Did they come to you with the character fully formed, or did they get your input on the character as well? No, no, no. The thing to me was, basically, it was six episodes for the first season. I was in one episode. And, uh, this character was in one episode and there was no guarantee that this character was going to go anywhere else or, or not. So I just basically went down, I, I read it and I said, my God, I, I just got to be in this show. So, um, I went, uh, we talked on the phone and we pushed and shoved and ended up, I got off of the road. So very cool. It was very cool. And were you? Did you film that all in one? Is it was that a one day thing? Those scenes you were in? No, no, no. Uh, the first, uh, the first show I was in is episode three, and that took about a week. It takes about eight days to uh, film everything, and then for uh, the next episode, what I did the monologue that was that was a, a half a day. We did it in about a half about half the day. Uh, we did the, the scene about three times and, uh, full all on from beginning to the end. No stopping three separate times. And, uh, 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 they had about three or four cameras going at the same time. So they got their close up, medium shots and masters all at one, all in one. That's how we ended up accomplishing that, that, uh, crazy, uh, crazy monologue. It was uh, amazing, beautiful stuff. So, uh, you know, that's how we ended up doing that. Michael, that has to be one of my favorite scenes in all six episodes, was just you handcuffed to that pipe, just rambling on. It was just some really brilliant acting, and I think uh, I think all of us here were, were, were really stunned when we when we watched that scene. Dude, I gotta tell you, thank you so much for that compliment because I, uh, I was blown away when I read the material. When I first got the material, I read it and I'm, um, I, I, I gotta tell you because I was only supposed to be on one of the shows. And so Frank Garibond and, and uh, Gail and everyone was there. And they saw what I was doing when I was bringing to the table. And Frank uh, went back to LA and working with the writers or whatever, whoever <coughs> ended up uh, turning in this, this four-minute teaser for me, you know? 
to be in the next show. And I said, absolutely. I'm, uh, and um, I did I did the next show. I did the four-minute teaser, and it was uh, phenomenal. I mean, I, I, I was gone away by it. I, the material scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, it was great. So you read it, and you're just like thinking, oh, my God, how do I do What's going to happen here? How do I do this? Um, but I'm usually quite a, I'm quite a physical actor. You know, I like to, I like to do stuff, you know, and, uh, so you're, you're cuffed to the, you're cuffed. You can't walk around, you can't do it, you just gotta have it there, you know, and you just gotta do it that way. So, it was, it was great. It was great, man. Was it, strictly scripted or do you do a lot of ad-libbing in, in scenes like that or you know how much can you bring of, of yourself or your interpretation well, I, I always I always bring I always bring uh, stuff to the table I, I mean I, it, it was this piece was completely scripted but there are lots of Rooker uh, stuff in there as well it's just basically the way I phrase it sometimes like I phrase things a little differently than the way it's written, and I colloquialize it to suit my characters, you know, and uh, but this one, they had already seen uh, episode three, and so they went back and they wrote it really, really close to the way I am, to the way I was, my rhythm and everything, and I thought, I, it was a, it was a fabulous piece to, to get to uh, bring to life. You know, because of that, it was uh, the writer, the Frank, who wrote it so close to uh, you know my own heart. I was just like, wow, this this, this is fabulous material. And uh, oh yeah, well, I, there was not a lot of not a lot of the at all. I mean, uh, you know, I we we didn't rehearse really. We just we ended up just. Shooting it, we shot it three separate times, and that was it. That that was the day we moved on. Well, Mike, now, I think we all, all three of us totally believed that you were actually going nuts up there in the hot sun. Dude, I was going nuts in the hot sun. <laughs> it, was, it, it was it was like at that time I think it was about 110 degrees. Maybe oh my goodness! 13 or 14, and it was brutal, my friend. It was brutal. Uh, and you're there, and you're just sitting there, and I came a little early just to get handcuffed in, and, you know, just to sit there for a while before, you know, before the, before we ended up doing the scene. And, uh, you know, I just, I just got in there, and I sat down there, and he handcuffed me in, and I just ignored everything else. You know, there's, there's lights are going everywhere, things are, you know, they're trying to hide cameras, and people are doing their job getting ready for the scene to begin. They're trying to figure out where they want the cameras, what angles and everything, because we shot with all the cameras shooting at once. You know, we had like three or four cameras going at once. And so they shot the, the close-up, the medium shots, the, the wide shots, all at the same time. Now, as, as amazing as that scene at the beginning of the episode was, you also made a big impression in a scene you weren't actually in at the end where they found your severed hand. We were wondering, was that, did they make a, like a plaster cast of your actual hand or did they just pull a prop out? <laughs> no, they, they cut off my hand. Actually, I had that thrown back on. <laughs> uh, so they asked them, like, well, I still have my hand only because 
of the unbelievable, unbelievable technique of the Atlanta surgeons. As soon as the scene was over, they put it in tights and we ran off the hospital. They started back on. Here I am. I can, I can, I can uh, if you could see me right now, you know I'm shooting you the bird right here. <laughs> well, hopefully you were lefty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and, uh, a lot of people noticed that in Comic Con they used Merle. They used me. They did a whole life count. They did my hand, yeah. But they did a whole life count for uh, the Comic Con, uh, uh, San Diego Comic Con, and, and uh, the, the uh, entire uh, AMC booth was Merle. Sitting uh, handcuffed on the rooftop with zombies coming through the door. It was, it was fabulous. <laughs> and people would line up all day long, all around the place, and uh, and they get they get to come in. They get to, they get to have their own room, and uh, they get to take a picture, and then you can tweet it. And the whole it's a whole thing. It's like a where's world. So they, they're doing this whole Where's World campaign. It's going, still going on. I think they're going to do it again at uh, New York Comic Con. I'm not sure. But that, that's been a lot of fun. They're playing this role, you know, breaking open this whole can of worms, all the fans. It's just phenomenal. The fan base. The fans love the show. They, they hooked into Merle. They love Merle. It's and his brother, Girl. We are uh, just a very, very couple of popular uh, guys right now. Yeah, absolutely. And the show did a really nice job of, like, building the legend of Merle after you were done filming. You know, like, they had made a whole thing about how he escaped and, and you know, and all that. And that I'm sure that helped. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it helped. You know, that was all set up. It was done in a way, it was written in a way to uh, to... Leave that cliffhanger at the end there. Where did Merle go? What happened to Merle? Oh my god, look at that. There's three zombies that have dead. He's still bleeding. One hand, funny, he's still bleeding out. You know, it's a tough, it's a tough guy, right? So, uh, and then at the end, when he stole the, when Merle stole their van, their vehicle, <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful that uh, they, they threw that in as well. Michael, we had, we had asked some fans uh, to send in questions like things that they could think of and to help us think of things to talk to you about. And one thing that keeps popping up over and over is they want to know what you think the reunion would be like between Daryl and Merle. You know, is Merle going to be ticked off that Daryl went and joined up this other group of people that he's not so fond of? You know, what, would, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I got to tell you, no matter how they spell that name, it's not pronounced Daryl. I have to correct you, and most everyone in the United States, no matter how they spell it, it's still pronounced Daryl. Daryl. It's Merle, it's Merle, and Merle and Daryl. And, um, I gotta tell you that the, the, uh, reunion, might be interesting. It might be very, very intriguing because, uh, you know, I, they, uh, they, they left me, man. My brother didn't, 
stay and look for me. As far as I know, nobody came back for me. You know, you don't understand. I, my character is gone by the time they get there, so I have no idea that they've actually come back and tried to rescue me. So that, I'm sure that's going to be, that's going to be in there somewhere. Uh, you know, it has to be. And, um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with the fans. I, I don't know. You, you guys probably know more than me. AMC's done a pretty good job of keeping things under wrap. We actually don't know much at all of what's coming up for Merle. <laughs> Even, well, I gotta tell you, that's because they haven't told me anything either. <laughs> 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 they know me by now. They know me. They, my mouth is, I, it'd be running to 40. You know, so they, they try to keep, they try to keep it under wraps for me as well. <laughs> Is is TV something that you'd like to do regularly, or I know your your movie slate is like unbelievable, and you're always on a ton of great projects. But is TV something that you would do, you know, on a regular schedule? Do you think? Well, you know what, um, I'm I'm enjoying TV. I, I did another project called um, uh, Outlaw Country for FX, and that's a fabulous show too. So uh, I, I may be. I'm going to be working on that. Um, if, yeah, if the pilot doesn't get picked up, I'll get, I'll get a chance to work on that, uh, and, um, and have fun doing that. And, and if and when, if and when they, they, uh, they bring Merle back or they, they decide they want to see more of Merle, I'm ready to do that as well. So Brad Brad said he was going to try to get you to say whether Merle was definitely coming back or not, but we could see that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I guess that kind of answered my question there. I, and and I really didn't expect you to to answer that question, but you know that's the only thing I care about is is Merle coming back. Uh, you know what? I'm glad you're that way because most people are that way, and um, uh, the, the AMC AMC have their have their plans and. I wish they, I wish they'd tell me, but they're not even telling me, so, uh, um, I, I, I did, I went to a convention in Chicago and, and met some fans and signed some autographs and stuff, and, and every person, every person out of the two days, three days we were there, the first question was, when is Merle coming back? Is Merle coming back? What's gonna happen with Merle? And so about halfway through the first day, and and through the first two, three hundred people asking that question, I basically wrote this little note, and I just held it up to my forehead. I taped it on my hat. It says, you probably, <laughs> it says, you probably know more than me. <laughs> well, uh, I, I just have one request, and that is when and if you find out Please, please, please keep it to yourself because there's nothing I would like more than to be watching a show and then there you are and I didn't expect it. <laughs> that's exactly what is. You know, that's exactly what's probably going to happen. You know, you never know about these TV things. I mean, uh, I could, I, I, you know what? Maybe I could show up in some other TV show. You never know. <laughs> That'd be cool too. <laughs> you, you never know. Maybe, maybe they borrow, maybe they lend Merle out. You know, Merle is one of these characters that, uh, you know, a lot of TV shows could have. Dancing with you the know, Stars, maybe? 
Yeah, dancing with the stars. <laughs> Mo can come on that. Mo knows how to dance. I mean, even with one hand, he could probably dance better than most of those schmucks. <laughs> Mike, uh, b- b- before we let you go, this is this is a ton of fun. I just want to say, but uh, we we know we got to let I, you go did soon. I all, did I call all the Dancing with Stars people schmucks? But everybody was thinking it, bro. You just said it. That's all. So it, it's okay. We won't tell. Them. <laughs> we ran a little thing where we had our listeners call in and leave us voicemails, and uh, we kind of picked a winner for a, to have a question played to you, and we're going to give this fan a, a DVD set and stuff. And if it's all right with you, we'd like to play his question for you. I love this idea. This is a great idea. Let's do it. All right. Hey, this is Leroy Rivero from New York City. And um, my question is, actually, I've been thinking really long and hard, and the question is really quick. It's, what would you do? Uh, you know, forget what the writers are doing, forget about anything. Where do you want to see the show go? And if you had your own choice, where would you take your character, you personally, from what we know from season one, where do you want to see it go? And that's my question. Thanks. So what do you think, Mike? Wow, that's, that's, that's an awesome question. Well, I gotta tell you, my, uh, from given, given the, the monologue that you do, uh, you leave Merle with. You know, you, you, that last bit of, uh, of, of uh, dialogue that you hear him spouting off and he's praying and then God, God doesn't answer him soon enough so he gets pissed off and tells God off and says, I'm gonna do it myself. Never mind, forget it. You know, that, I, I find that very telling and, and, uh, and I, I would kind of, I, I would kind of like to riff on with that whole, that whole thing, you know, and, and you, you, you get to that four minute monologue, you find out a whole lot more about Merle than you ever thought you were going to. So, uh, you know, in the, in the future, in the future, I, I would, I would, uh, I would riff on, I would just continue on with that, with that kind of theme, and, um, uh, Merle could, uh, could, um, Come back and and snatch, uh, snatch his brother and take him off and and uh, and and start a whole new a whole new show called the <laughs> Girl and Girl Dixie Show and that's how <laughs> it's 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 one of those uh, sitcoms you know one of the things that they they do uh, like um, the Roseanne Show it could be the Girl and Girl Dixie Show and it's a comedy. And, uh, and we, we, and we, uh, end up having a big meal of squirrel and, uh, and, and venison every week. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, that's a wonderful question. And I gotta tell you, I, I would love to, I, I would love to, uh, have the imagination to, to, uh, uh, give you a really good answer. But generally, I, I, I'm, I, I take my script and uh, and I do what I do, uh, but I I do need a script. I, I I don't like I don't like coming up with my own stuff all the time, you know. Well, Mike, we want to we want to thank you again. We know we got to let you go. I just want to say, you know, we appreciate you. Great to your fans with Twitter and Facebook and all the interaction and and uh, and they appreciate yeah. it. And I have to say, your Dixon's Vixen say hello, or I wouldn't be able to show my face on Twitter again. I love the Dixon Dixon. 
and the Rooker Hollings and and uh and also the uh the my zombie survival crew. I'm a special forces commander and uh, I'm the first special forces commander and it's gonna be a lot of fun and and my my big deal is I couldn't I just could not pick one weapon of choice. So I have I have backups for my backup. So I <laughs> You know, when you're fighting zombies, you never, you know what? You can't just have one weapon. You just can't have one weapon. You understand? I understand. You, gotta, you, gotta, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's close combat. Sometimes it's, you, you know, you're popping them off from 100 to 200 uh, yards away. You know, that kind of thing. So. Mike, we wish you the best of luck. <laughs> we hope to uh, we hope to see you back on the show soon. Thank you very much, Mike. Okay. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you, son. Bye-bye. Well, that was freaking awesome. That was great. I love that. He was he was fantastic, and uh, again, we drinking with him. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just a lot of fun, and and sure uh, sounds like he's really em- embraced the character of Marl. You know, yeah, boy. Yeah, I mean to be in one point oh five episodes, and and to have this much mileage out of that. I mean, that's pretty awesome, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I wasn't sure, you know, I didn't know if, um, you know, like I said, he's got that big movie career and I didn't know if this was supposed to be like a one shot deal that kind of took on a life of his own. I wasn't sure how enthusiastic he was going to be about it, but boy, enthusiasm is not his issue. <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking before, uh, before we got Mike on and we were talking about, if Merle comes back, when when would we see him? When do we want to see him? And it's not going to surprise me if we don't see Merle this season. I hate to say that out loud, but it sure would be cool to see him on the mid-season cliffhanger. And then we'd have to wait another two months or whatever it is to, to get more of that. That would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, Brad. The secrecy is really the best thing. I mean... We're just kind of greedy, you know. We just want to know that we're going to see him again because we love the character and we love Mike. Uh, but not knowing is better. Yeah, and I knew full well that he wouldn't be able to tell us one way or the other. But like you said, we're just messing with him. <laughs> you can't not I mean, you ask can't it. With, I mean, if you, yeah. If you if you can't mess with the Rooker, who can you mess with? <laughs> so uh, before we wrap this one up, we just want to again say thank you to Juliet and the. Uh, Zombie Survival Crew, the ZSC, they run a bunch of um, promotions and stuff. It's basically, a, there's a bunch of actors from The Walking Dead. I think, Brad, you dealt with them a little bit when you talked to the Vatos at, uh, was that Dallas that you did that? Yes, it was. Uh, Russell and I were able to uh, meet Juliet uh, when we went to the Dallas Con last year, and uh, she uh, hooked us up with uh, interviewing uh, the two Vatos that were there. Yeah, that, that's awesome, and uh, now she deals with uh, Irony Singleton and, of course, Mike Rooker. So, so if you want to check out their stuff, uh, zombiesurvivalcrew.com. You can check out their command center, which is kind of like their roster of talent and uh, all their events coming up and everything. And basically, you know, they bring talent to cons and set up photo opportunities and autograph opportunities and panels and stuff like that. Uh, lots of Walking Dead talent, lots of other horror talent. And uh, nice people. Juliet's a sweetheart. She set this all up for us. And uh, we, we were trying for the Rook for a while, and uh, and she pulled it together for us. So we want to thank her again. Wait. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So, otherwise, uh, as always, you can find us at walkingdeadtv.com. And you can call us at 516-468-7912. Let us know what you thought of the interview with Michael Rooker. We're going to have a really busy schedule coming up soon. Uh, after a few other surprises, or at least one more surprise that we have coming up, uh, then we're going to be weekly, and the show is going to be here. So we're going to be doing our weekly episodes and, and talking about each show as they as they go by, probably on Tuesdays, right? We said the show is a Sunday night. We'll probably record Monday, have it out to you all by Tuesday. That's the hope. Please check us on Twitter, WDTV Podcast, and the Facebook group. You got to go to the uh, Facebook group. You know, uh, Ziggo Leroy, who won the question, and and he'll get a DVD uh, Blu-ray set as well for, for getting his question played to Michael. He found out through the Facebook group. Uh, we don't broadcast everything on the air. We give some little nuggets to the Twitter people and the Facebook followers uh, to thank them for for being there for us. And uh, iTunes reviews, keep them coming. We love them. And, uh, I'll, send my, I'll send my copy of the Walking Dead Blu-ray to Ziggo. Yeah, so until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, remember, if you happen to lose a hand in, say, a hacksaw-related mishap, apparently Atlanta's the place to be. Go check out their searches. Have a good week. Good night. <laughs>